Hello, I am Bob Bostock. You are listening to Discover DEP, the New Jersey Department of Environmental Protection's official podcast. Each week, we will provide you with timely information about how DEP protects and preserves New Jersey's air, water, land, and natural and historic resources. Please feel free to add this podcast to your iTunes or RSS feed. You can also follow DEP on the web at nj.gov DEP. Thanks for listening. Hi, this is Bob Bostock, and welcome to another edition of Discover DEP. You can subscribe to future editions of Discover DEP through iTunes and Google Play. Today we're joined by Liz Jackson, Senior Public Information Specialist in the Division of Fish and Wildlife here at DEP, who's here to talk with us about a wonderful program called the Hooked on Fishing, Not on Drugs, which has the acronym HOFNOD, which we'll use throughout here because Hooked on Fishing, Not on Drugs, that takes a long time to say. HOFNOD is a unique, nationally recognized program created by the Future Fishermen Foundation. In 2012, Governor Christie signed legislation establishing the statewide implementation of the HOFNOD program. The legislation provided initial funding through an appropriation of $200,000 from the state's Drug Enforcement and Demand Reduction Fund. Liz, thanks so much for joining us today to talk about HOFNOD. Thank you so much for having me. Liz, what is HOFNOD? Um, HOFNOT is a youth fishing education program that's designed to engage kids in learning fishing, aquatic natural resources, while developing positive life skills. Part of that program's mission is to also use fishing and getting kids outside to prevent them or deter them from getting into other socially negative behaviors like drugs, alcohol, and tobacco. Liz, if you had to sum up in one or two sentences the overarching goals of Hafnod, how would you do that? I think I would say that Hafnod is a program where kids have an opportunity in a structured format to learn about themselves, their local environments, and to meet and greet and peer share with kids that live in communities outside their own. So Liz, how has the program been implemented here in New Jersey? Across the state of New Jersey, we've implemented this new round of Hooked on Fishing, Not on Drugs, so that it's a long-term sustained engagement program where youth can be engaged in fishing and being outside and learning about their local aquatic resources. That's done by our most valuable asset, which are adults that make a commitment to a core group of kids. Uh, Those groups of kids can be, right now our setting is school-based, after-school-based, private nonprofits that have started up a group, 4-H, and I believe now Boy Scouts are trying to get involved in this long-term sustained engagement format of a program. So this is an ongoing program, not something that just happens once or twice a year. That is correct. The goal of the program is to engage kids multiple years. Each group, how they lay their program out is kind of different based on the agency or the group's needs. But pretty much it's assumed that when the leaders take on, they're looking at their program to last five years, ten years, fifteen or twenty years, however long that they, you know, altruistically make a commitment to the youth in their community. How would you describe some of the elements that are common to all of the Havnot programs across the state? Um, Definitely all of the elements so far uh, provide an opportunity for kids to obviously learn fishing. It's 
on fishing, not on drugs. Um, we try to make sure that all groups also do either some sort of uh, citizen science, whether they partner with their watershed ambassador and they go out and they do a river survey or streamway cleanup. Um, all groups have to provide some kind of service back to their community. Other threads are learning about fish anatomy, water ecology. They have opportunities, and I encourage them to do not just learn about aquatic systems where they live, but maybe go to a marine environment to learn about fish there and the ecology there, and do compare and contrast. Kind of help kids, um, all of the kids, step outside their floor block radius. So this is not just a fishing program where kids go out and fish. It's also an environmental education program. Absolutely, absolutely. Fish ecology, environmental ecology, conservation, those are all strong messages that I encourage our leaders to make sure that as their program goes, these kids are well-versed in that kind of content. But they're versed in the content place-based, using the resources that they have readily available within the communities where they live. So what kind of equipment does the Hafnan program provide to the kids who participate? Um, usually everybody gets freshwater fishing gear. Some groups that may have more access to a marine environment uh, will swap that out for saltwater or, or surf fishing gear. I'm pushing fly fishing for all my groups. So I try to at least get all the groups some fly fishing. We do fly tying. They also learn how to make their own spinner baits and crank baits. And hopefully some groups will also take on growing their own worms. So they get uh, gear and equipment to be able to raise their own fishing worms. And we subsidize field trips. So they're not just necessarily digging in their garden the night before looking for night crawlers. They can do that if they want to. Yeah. <laughs> I used to do that as a kid. First, I thought it was kind of gross, but I got used to it. Oh, yeah, especially after a good rain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're all pretty close to the surface at that point. So what are what are some of the skills that the – you mentioned a few of them. What other skills do the participants in Hopnod learn? Um, they definitely learn their role in what our New Jersey's environment is going to look like. And, and I try to encourage the leaders to help their kids know that, yeah, they're kids now. But at some point in time, they're going to be adults. They're going to be voters, and they need to be able to explore their environment. So they, they learn things like how to water quality monitor. They learn how to sample a streamway for oxygen. They should learn how to look at a fish and figure out what family it is. They learn all of those skills so that they can apply it as, as kids, but then they also apply it as adults. If they're going to go into a fish market, they should be able to recognize in the supermarket whether the fish is fresh or not. They should be able to do that. They should be able to know whether this is a trout or a sea bass. They learn life skills. Yeah, and they learn that fish doesn't just come in a can at the grocery store. Yeah. Uh, when I was in scouts, our scoutmaster always used to say when we would go camping or anything else, we've got to leave a place cleaner than we found it. And, uh, you know, we also talk here at DEP and, and the environmental movement in general that uh, our mission really is to leave the environment cleaner for the next generation. Mm -hmm. So here we're helping through this program to educate the next generation Absolutely. about what we're trying to do on their behalf so that they can carry it forward Absolutely. into the future with their own children that they'll have someday. Yep.
And, and just making that not on drugs connection, you know, our environmental health is very important to human sustainability. Well, when you, we poison our bodies, we now are compromising our communities. It's not just doing drugs and smoking cigarettes and littering the butts and things like that. It's not something that just affects them. It affects their home communities. It affects their school communities. It affects their, their whole community. It's environmental health, personal health. Environmental stewardship and responsibility, personal stewardship and responsibility. I love that approach because it emphasizes how interconnected all of us are and that the environment is just not what's outside our doors or in some park somewhere. It's every place we go. It's the air we breathe. It's the water we drink. It's the land we work and play and, and uh, recreate on. It's, it's everything. And that we are, as, as people, integral parts of that environment. Oh, absolutely. You know, I try to stress, we are part of the environment. We have to be part of its, its health, its wealth, and its sustainability for everyone here on. Uh, what ages participate in Hopknot? The legislation does say school-aged. For me, I try to, I, I deflected to what the Board of Education says is school-aged. So right now it goes until age 20. Mm-hmm. Um, preschoolers could learn about fishing. Are they necessarily going to be fishing? Not really. So we've been kind of helping the program target of like fourth grade to high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe some kids that are in an alternative setting. So maybe they've aged out of high school, but they're still high schoolers, but we don't turn anyone away. Sure. And how many different uh, communities have Hopnon programs going on across the state? Right now, I I had to do a check. We have about 18 programs going on across about 14 counties. So Ocean County and Suffolk County have multiple groups going on in those counties. And then there are some counties that, like Salem County, we haven't gotten a, a group established. But I think after just four years after the legislation was signed by the governor establishing this to be in 14 of the 21 counties, you're two-thirds of the way there in a relatively short period of time. Oh, I, I totally agree. And are these programs mostly found in suburban communities, urban communities, rural communities, or do we have a full mix? We have a full mix. We have uh, 4-H setting type programs in Cumberland and Sussex County. We have a lot of school-based programs in Hudson County um, and Essex County. Uh, we have more of a community-based uh, rec program going on in urban but not quite rural. So it, it's a nice mix. Yeah, it's the, it's full, nice the whole gamut. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the community leaders who lead the Hofnod programs, how are they selected and what sort of training do they get before they establish the program in their community or school? Yeah, you know, that's really a good question. I think the biggest selecting process is the soul of that willing adult who says, I'm going to make a commitment to my community. And that first step that they do is they'll come and attend one of our two-day trainings. So, so far, for the most part, whether they're school-based, community-based, or Department of Rec, they've risen to the occasion to say, I'm going to make a commitment to that. Typically, it's good if the person has angling skills. Uh, It's good if the person has some sort of teaching or education skill or background. But a lovely marriage of the two is the ideal candidate. And you're looking for a long-term commitment, not just a program somebody's going to run for a couple of months or even just a year, you're looking for a real commitment. Yes, we're looking for the long haul. So how does the state and DEP support 
the community groups that ha are running Hopknot programs? Uh, right now we're reaching out to the other free services that DEP has to provide, like the AmeriCorps Watershed Ambassador Program. Those are free services where they can go out to our groups. We encourage them, our groups, to reach out to them and set it up so that the kids can learn that citizen science of water monitoring. And I'm sure that there's a wealth of other DEP programs that um, our groups could tap into as a free resource and learn more about their their local environment. And are there any special Hofnob programs that happen during the year to bring everybody together in one place or are there programs like that? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. We started last year all hands on deck at the Camden Aquarium overnight and usually because again, um, what kids do during their non-school hours is equally as important in deterring them from drugs, alcohol, and tobacco. So when I do these all-hands-on-deck type events, we encourage and I strongly tell the leaders, have at least one adult come. So when we descend onto the Camden Aquarium, we have 170-some-odd folks go over there for an overnight. We're planning on doing a three-day overnight at Fairview Lake YMCA Camp in October. That's another all hands on deck. Come stay for the weekend. Bring a parent. Uh, the kids will be doing rod building and make their own spinning rod. They're going to be learning how to make bait. We're going to have an internal youth fishing challenge for all the teams that decide to, to join us that weekend. So it's my plan to strategically have all hand on deck type events throughout the year. Now, I assume when you had your program at the Camden Aquarium, there wasn't any fishing going on in the aquarium. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be sporting, would it? <laughs> no, no. But we did get a behind-the-scenes tour at the Shark Tank, so that was well, a Well, that's good. That's good. <laughs> and you probably didn't have any equipment to catch sharks anyway. So no. Okay. <laughs> how, how can somebody get involved in this program? How can uh, community leaders who might be interested in uh, sponsoring and working with the Hoffman program get involved? And uh, how can kids and, and their families learn more about Hofnad and, and uh, find a place where they can get involved. Uh, one of the first steps is that uh, the adult should reach out to me. It's a simple phone call or better yet an email because I'm, I'm in the field a lot. Sure. What's uh, your so email? It's uh, Jackson at dep.nj.gov. Um, if they email me and express an interest, I'll chit-chat, give them a call, find out more of what they're looking for, what kind of program that they um, would like to offer, whether it's a school setting, after-school setting, a Department of Rec, just to be able to better provide them ideas on how they can move forward. Um, I also encourage that those adults go on to our webpage, the New Jersey Division of Fish and Wildlife webpage, so that they're on the Hofnod page, there's a an FAQ, Frequently Asked questions page. It is chock full of everything anyone would need to know to figure out how to get started. And do you have that website handy? It's njfishandandwildlife.com. Great, and we will put the uh, both your email address and the website up in our description of the podcast as well with a direct link so people can go directly to those pages. Uh, you mentioned uh, three types of fishing, freshwater fishing, marine fishing, and fly fishing. What, what are the differences among those three different types? Of 
obviously marine fishing and saltwater fishing, uh, freshwater fishing, you're going to be in two different environments. Uh, the main difference is the terminal tackle, the stuff that goes at the end of your line, and the type of rod or reel that you have. If you're doing marine fishing, that could be from a shoreline, from a boat, or a pier. Your rod and reel is going to be a, of heavier weight, and your terminal tackle, the stuff at the end of your line, is going to be of heavier weight because typically you're going to be pulling out uh, larger, heavier, longer fish than necessarily what you would go fishing for in a freshwater environment. So your line and your rod and reel type is going to be uh, of a lighter weight than what you would use for marine fishing. Uh, fly fishing in itself is a very unique and then and very relaxing, melodious experience, you and the rod captured in rapture along a river. That's fly fishing. Anything else you'd like to add before we conclude? Yeah, I'd just like to do a shout out to all those altruistic adults looking to pass the baton. This is a funded program and we are more than willing to uh, reach out, prepare, educate, and facilitate adults to get groups going across the state. So. Well, that's great. Well, Liz, after hearing you talk about this program, I have to say I am hooked on, hooked on fishing, not on drugs. It's a great program. Uh, you're doing great work, uh, really important work, too, because this is uh, work that will reach across to the uh, generations as we go forward and, and will help uh, preserve the, the health of our environment and of our communities and of our people. So it's really great work. I appreciate what you're doing, and I really appreciate your taking time out today to uh, share with our listeners all the information you have about Hofnau program. Thanks so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to Discover DEP. If you have comments on the podcast or ideas for future podcast topics, please email us at podcast at dep.nj.gov. Enjoy the rest of your day.